Hello, sweet listeners. It's your producer and I guess co-host. We just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up before this episode. In the first half of this episode, Rob's audio quality might be a little bit on the fritz. You monster! Honestly, it, it's not really that bad. You monster! Well, come on now. Everybody makes mistakes. He just forgot to make sure GarageBand was recording his microphone. It could have happened to any of us. You monster! Really? That's it. It's like the first 15 minutes and- all right, comedy works in threes. I think you're really starting to over... Really? A different language? It doesn't change anything. I can still recognize the voice pattern. This is clearly from something. Forget it. Just start the show. Welcome to You Monster, a comedy podcast where we explore the weird, funny, and sometimes sexy parts of all your favorite monsters. I'm Rob Bullock, your skeptical guide. And I'm Tyler Wolfman Church, but nobody really cares about me today. We brought with us the man himself, Shigeru Miyamoto. What? We did? He's he's just waving. Oh, he's waving. There's there's a bit of a language barrier here. Yeah, you have to talk for him. He writes it down for you, and then you... You say it. Well, he actually he brought with him one of his hit characters. Um, and, I mean, there's been translations in those games, so maybe we can do this. Uh, hey, Zelda. I, I love the green jumper. Uh, Tyler, Zelda's, Zelda's the girl. So tell me, what? how has it been uh, saving the princess over and over again? Does it get old? No, Zelda's the princess. You're calling Link Zelda. Rob, I'm in the middle of an interview. Yeah, I know, but you're calling Link Zelda. The guy's name is Link. They wouldn't name the game after the other character, Rob. Yeah, they did. Zelda's the girl. Zelda's the princess. The legend is about her and her Orcarina of Time and her Skyward Sword and her (sighs) Breath of the Wild and her... Link to the past. <laughs> now, what about her breath was wild? <laughs> Have you smelt it? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, all right, so. Bad start. This is a bad start. Why is it a bad start? <laughs> so, that segue was supposed to lead into, uh, we're going to be doing some, some Japanese culture this week. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing you knew of Japanese culture was Zelda. <laughs> the king himself. <laughs> Miyamoto. That cave exploring young man. <laughs> so, Rob. Yeah. This week we're going to be talking about Japanese folklore, specifically three different yokai. I'm sure I've already messed that up. Uh, like the like the yokai watch game? Speaking of booga booga language to me, my friend. Uh, Yokai Watch, uh, it's a video game. Um, you're a kid and you have a watch and it can capture little monsters in it. Like, I think they're ghosts. Then, yes, it is. A Yokai is, uh, it's, it, it kind of just like, when I Googled it, it broke it down into just 
a category is all it said is a, a category of monsters, ghosts, and demons, myths. right? The and demons. demons, yes, yes. So this week, I actually did some research on three different yokai. Cat, Would you like to hear cat about yokai? Them? Okay, that was <laughs> there's the cat that goes to the yokai watch. Mm-hmm. I think there's an actual ghost with like a red nose for the yokai watch. And are you talking about Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas? No, it was it was just a regular ghost, not not a dog ghost. I think I would have said dog because I said cat earlier. <laughs> and Fuck you, Rob. and fire yokai watch thing. <laughs> you got it. Well, that's our show. All right. What? <laughs> so the three. I like. I'm actually just gonna start going down the list. And okay. I'll just take them one by one. All right. The first one up is Akaname. Akaname. Akaname is a creature from Japanese folklore that kind of has a nasty habit. There's going to be a kind of a running theme throughout these three. The name Akaname actually translates to filth liquor. Filth liquor? Filth liquor. So, like, um,. Jägermeister, or is it is it liquor? Like I licked her. Uh, it is like I use my tongue. What really? <laughs> really? <laughs> so they. Was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so They're from the Edo or Edo period, which is from like the 1600s to the 1800s. Uh, they kind of have two wildly different descriptions, and each of them have some b- very different habits. So the first description is, it's described as having the body of a human but looking much like a goblin. It has long, shaggy hair and one toe on each foot with a long, protruding toenail. <laughs> the other description kind of fits into the unfortunate stigma of a lot of Japanese media, so it's kind of just a little sexy gnome. With a long, slender, forked tongue. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, the the habits of these two are quite different. Uh, one situation that you might have upon, happen upon the Akaname is fulfilling the role of the housekeeper in a pretty unconventional way. And by that, I mean you would go to sleep one night and the Akaname would sneak into your home and go to your bathroom and it would be cleaned lickety-split. I don't think it says lickety split, Tyler. <laughs> That's what my notes say. <laughs> so, yes, so the, it would be... So, the, so Akaname, uh, the filth licker, mm-hmm. goes into your bathroom and licks everything. Yep. Sounds like a bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the weird thing is it only... It doesn't say that they, like, just go feed on everything that is filthy in the house it specifically talks about the toilet room so it doesn't clean the whole house nope. it just cleans your bathroom yep all right all right uh so the other description um <laughs> okay go ahead i i don't know i'm just looking at pictures of it right now mm-hmm I don't know. Uh, and it's, I see, I just see a bunch of pictures where it's just holding a bucket 
And it's just licking the inside of a dirty bucket. <laughs> well, I mean, this was the Edo period, so it was the 1600s. Oh, so, so that was probably what do you the think toilet. the bathroom okay. was? <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, they. When I was doing my research, it talked either about just like you would either have that type of room where it was just a bucket in a corner or you had an outhouse that you could find them in. So the, so, so Akanami is not a bad guy then, right? No. no. Uh, I, I think mostly it was, at least that version of the creature was kind of just to encourage kids to keep their bathroom cleaned. Why? I think it was just kind of, I, I don't know. Like, if I knew that's there the thing. was an there's, there's nothing I was just, that I'd happened. Be like, nah, that's what I'm, I'm just saying. Gonna... Like, I'd be excited. Like, I don't have to clean the bathroom. There's a monster that does it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't understand. That's what it said when I was doing the research was it was kind of just used as a scare tactic. I don't know if it's just because it was creepy looking. The kids didn't want to see it or what was going on there. Yeah. Maybe that's, that makes sense. There's some pictures that I'm looking at. They're real mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, a lot of them kind of look like the the girl from um, from the Ring, like Ring or the Grudge. One yeah, of the two. yeah. <laughs> but so, so I would but, <laughs> I would definitely be scared if I saw that thing coming out of my toilet with that long ass tongue. Yeah, it's not a pretty sight. Yeah, I mean, people are afraid of like finding gators and crocodiles in their toilet i can't even imagine that thing crawling out this thing crawling out would be gross yeah it basically looks like um the girl from the grudge and they've got a big long tongue that's like um i'm trying to think of another like something else that I, people would know the that picture that a, i'm a looking at the picture that i'm looking at kind of looks like it just has like a sticky hand coming out of its mouth yeah, basically, kind of. <laughs> it's kind of like a sticky hand, or like I don't even know. It's hard to explain. Like an eel, <laughs> yes, big wet eel coming out of its mouth. Um, so the other version that I came across in my research kind of takes a little more of a horny turn. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> it says they mainly feed on the filth of men. They make their flexible tongue crawl over, all over the man's body, licking every bit of the filth. They tend to prefer unhygienic or mentally and physically fatigued men. They suddenly appear out of nowhere in human sediments, lured by the scent of men, and wait for their prey lurking in the bathrooms. My face is so scrunched right now from disgust <laughs> that I just... No. What? Their usage of the tongue, it matches their personality. When they think they've licked all over every inch of the male body, they'll rub their face against the delicious places where it's especially filthy. Has accumulated such as the armpits. It says armpits? It doesn't give another place that is filthy? It does. (laughs) Uh... Yes, it does also say the penis, because then it goes on to talk about how humans excrete their spiritual energy outside of the body, and it becomes unneeded when it's replaced by new spirit energy. Uh, I mean, there are other fluids, but it just says semen. So they would just lick up all the semen, and that's how they absorb this energy. So it's spirit energy. (laughs) 
What? <laughs> so they, they're armpit lickers? <laughs> yep. And so so the weird thing is is that version, like, it, like, it seemed like peop- the society was so okay with it that they talked about people would, like, men would actually marry these, like, the Akaname. So it would, it would said, like, husbands who marry them get so used to being licked all over, they end up feeling awful if they don't have their entire body licked all over every night. I mean, I, I guess, like, if I don't have a shower for a well, few days, like... like a weird lady. It, I mean, it could be. Or another man. Doesn't matter. But well, that that version did specifically. I'll be honest. That version is from just a site. I don't know if it's a site. I I, I came across it on Wiki, but it it's just called Monster Girls. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm assuming that they don't have men in that world. At least not. Yeah. Okay. Um, Akaname. Bit of a creep. Bit of a creep. But the thing is, the thing is about the Akaname. I'm not seeing any. Uh, pictures of the Akaname being attractive. <laughs> not even a weird month, like, ne- like not even anime stuff. So I guess, I don't know. It's just weird to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, the only place that I saw it was in what the attractive version was when I came across the Monster Girl Akaname. Yeah. So I did just find this. So there is a yokai watch character <laughs> named after the akaname and guess what it's called perfect guess what it's What's called, it called? tublapa <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good name it's called tublapa the people doing the english port of that did a good job yeah they did <laughs> So that is Akanami. Do you have any questions about the Akanami? No, I'm good. I've got... You just want to move on? Yeah, I'm good. So my my second yokai is actually the only one that I have that was kind of dangerous. So this one is the Mikoshi Niudo? Niudo? Okay. What is the Mikoshi? They are fearsome yokai who appear to lonesome travelers on empty streets. Uh, they appear to be harmless traveling priests or monks, no taller or any different dimensions than any other person, but on an instant, they can become abnormally tall with long claws and hair like a wild beast. So the way that this happens is, as you're approaching this creature, if you look above, I guess it's waist, its neck will start growing, and the higher and higher that you look up, the taller it grows. So it kind of becomes just a real long neck. <laughs> you know what they say about long necks, Rob? What? No good turtlenecks. That's very true. Tyler. What? I'm worried about something. What are you worried about? I think that um I think that GarageBand is recording through my Apple microphones. Cause I just tried to mute my mic and yeah. it still was recording. <laughs> And we're back, sweet listener. Robbie, give me that butter. Give me that buttery voice. Hello, everyone. There it is. Do I sound better now? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> sorry about sorry about the bad quality all before that. <laughs> and we didn't want to fix it. 
Rob didn't want to hear about the Akanami again. <laughs> that's that's really what it is. So, <laughs> back to I'm just going to call this one Littlefoot because Little I'm, I'm not going to go through the process of saying that name again because I know I can't. So I'm just going to name it after the Brontosaurus Littlefoot. What M- Mikoshi Niodu? You got to show off. Like I'm running this one. Mikoshi Niodu. Yeah. You want to take over? Do you want my notes? Sure. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, I can't really remember where we are, so we're just going to recover this again. So the way that that this actually happens is uh, when you approach this monster and you look anywhere above the waist, its neck starts to extend. And the higher you look, if you... you what? So when you look at it, it you can never see its face? Yes. <laughs> so its neck just keeps extending the further and further you look up so that you can't see its face. <laughs> What's the point of that? So I, I guess I should say that there is a point where if you do reach its head, like, I mean, I don't think, I don't think if you jerk your head up that its neck just also goes, oh, no, and extends. <laughs> But uh, so if you do reach its heads, that's when it gets dangerous. And that's when you kind of get petrified and that's where it will eat you. So, and let me tell so you, at that point, like it's a, a long journey down that gullet. Yeah, that's well, I mean, it depends on how, how fast it took you to look at it. I suppose that's Is true. Is there a length limit? Uh, you know, I, I didn't see one, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say once it gets to the point of probably... 40 feet that's your hard limit that you're putting on that's it? my hard limit because i'm thinking like if i if i'm close enough to something that i can see its face that its neck is going to start extending i'm thinking that like the highest my neck can go back is it would be 40 feet okay what happens if if when you're looking what's what happens if you walk up to it with your eyes closed so there, there is a couple ways to prevent this from happening. Yes, that would be one of them. I don't know how you would know that this is happening. But the other way is to, you kind of just call it out. You say, like, there was a couple different quotes that were like, you've lost. I anticipated your trick. And that's basically. You just have to say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, you, as soon as you notice it start happening, you need to look down at your feet and you just. Kind of yell that at your own feet. I really hope that ha- that has a little bit more um, rhythm to it in Japanese because in English it sounds dumb. <laughs> well, the, the the other one was I've seen. Can you say it in J- in Japanese, Tyler? Sure. Uh, symbol that looks like a elephant. Elephant S- symbol. Symbol that looks like a boy jumping on a trampoline. A backwards okay. J. An A without the middle. Um, okay. Upside down V, but all right. <laughs> Do you want to run this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot say the name of this in Japanese, Rob. <laughs> um, but the other quote was, it's, it's a little better. It's not as lame as, <laughs> as I've, <laughs> you've lost. It's uh, so. What is the so? What is the the thing that you have to say? You say you lost. It says you've lost. I've anticipated your trick. You are you going to put this into a Google Translator? (laughs) Yeah, the worst. 
while you're doing Keep that, talking. the other <laughs> the other quote that you can say is, "I have seen past the Mikoshi Niudo." I lost my place in what I was just reading, but I did just come across a part where it does kind of tell you more about what happens if it gets to you. So it says, if it kills you, it actually gnaws at your windpipe, and then it will swing you around. That makes kind of a wara 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 noise, like if you were swinging around a bamboo shoot. So it's like one of those. It's like one of those tubes um, that you get that you swing around your head, like that you would use in yeah. the best instrument of the orchestra. <laughs> now, I, I mean, I'm assuming at this point it's all happening with the head. So not only are you being flung around like that big flimsy tube of the orchestra but you're also being that's ha- being done to you by a wacky inflatable tube man <laughs> all right so i don't know why google translate did this i can't i can't say it because it's it's not it's just japanese characters what isn't there a way to speak japanese with english letters yeah, I thought I guess, there was I guess a way. it's not that easy now, is it, Rob? I guess not. You think in oh, all wait, this no, time? There is. Oh, I see it. I see it. All right. I found it. Are ready for what it sounds like in, in Japanese? Hit me. Anata wa watashi ga anata no toriku o yoki shite ita ushanata. That's kind of a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now I understand why it's a challenge to say that. I'm, I'm sure that they say it a lot faster. Also, I apologize for anyone who speaks uh, Japanese <laughs> because I probably didn't say that right. But I'm sure we haven't said anything right except for possibly I, yokai. I did it my best and I tried. <laughs> so that's kind of the whole deal with the Mikoshi Niudo is it's just this monster that gets a real long neck kind of just giraffes its head up there and eats you <laughs> i think that i saw that there was a yokai watch for this too <laughs> i mean i'm sure rob like these these are some of the the place that i found these was just called like legendary yokai so i'm sure they did the research and used real yokai mm, maybe not never mind i'm lying i'm sorry i've screwed up <laughs> Again. What's next, Tyler? Well, now I just... As I was about to close out of this page, it I just kind of glanced down and came across this segment of, in a certain region, if a female squats at a toilet, a kitsune, or a fox, shape-shifted into a mikoshi niudo, would appear and menacingly say, Wipe your butt! Wipe your butt! <laughs> So they're friends with the with the other one. <laughs> Whatever I, its name was. I guess so. <laughs> All right. And that kind of segues Did into they lick the next their one. Their spirit uh <laughs> juices as well. It does not say that they uh they fed on the filth. <laughs> Or the human no, energy of the film. Spirit energy. Spirit energy. <laughs> so that actually kind of segues kind of well into our next one. Okay. Our final yokai is Shirime. Shirime. So let me take you on a little journey here. The okay. year is 1192. It's night. 
It's cold and it's dark as a samurai is walking the streets of Kyoto. The samurai walks down an alley where he spots another man. The man was kind of lacking in interesting features. He wore a kimono that seemed... Like Greg. (laughs) Yes. He wore a kimono and seemed pretty set on his path. The samurai continued down the alley until he heard the man speak up. Excuse me, could you spare me a moment of your time? The samurai turns to face the man, and there it was. The bright white light staring back at him. The eye of Shirime. The Shirime's eyes widened and his cheeks became rosy and plump as he smiled. But this was no ordinary smile or eye. The eye of Shirime was in place of his butthole. (laughs) Wait. Do you think that's where Ace Mature got the bit? Wait, 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 wait. So the dude who asked, hey, can I have a moment of your time? Drops his kimono turns around and pulls the best prank. So the guy who said, I can I have a moment of your time was the Shirime. Yes. Got it. What does the Shirime do? What does, what does looking at the eye do? Nothing. He's just a he fun just, prankster. Is, oh, so he just pulls a, he just pulls his kimono down and, and shows him his butt, his butt eye. Yes. <laughs> so Shirime also has the fun translation uh, of let me wait let me guess let me guess sorry uh, Shirime um um uh peekaboo eye <laughs> I don't know close what enough was it it was buttocks eye buttocks <laughs> uh, what so yeah this that he didn't really do anything it, like his whole his whole deal was just he liked to startle people so did the filth licker, the long neck guy, and and the butthole. Um, they were probably friends. They're probably friends, but were they all named after just what they did? Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think that's where like a lot of the yokai's names come from. I'm, a, I would assume. Got it. Seems like a practical naming. So, convention. like, if I was a yokai, they would just call me uh, Tall Chubby. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. I wonder what that's in Japanese. Well, now we got to find Google, out. I'm going to Google Translate. Don't worry. So the behavior of the Shirime was that he would approach people late night on the road, and he would look like a man wearing a kimono, and as it has their attention, ask them if they can spare him over their time. But before they can answer, drops the kimono to the ground, bends over, spreading the butt cheeks, and revealing the giant shining eye inside of its butthole. That's its whole so deal. It, so is it actually in his butthole or is it is it is it um That's just where it's located. Is, is it actually his butthole? Back in Zelda terms, that's the big red glowing spot. Got it. But other than this starting the behavior, the Shirime doesn't do anything harmful. It just Appears to thrive solely on the joy of scaring people. So he's the original exhibitionist. Right. He's the original man wearing a trench coat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Want to know what my yokai name would be? What? Toru Toru Chanbi. Toru Chanbi. I like it. Toru. Toru Toru Chanbi. Toru Chanbi. Toru. Like the character from Jackie Chan Jackie Adventures. Jackie Chan Adventures. 
<laughs> I'm guessing Toru was named after being tall. So <laughs> that I, naming that Japanese I mean, he was naming also, he was also a little bit chubby. Yeah, he was tall and chubby. Yeah. Well, he was tall and fat. <laughs> so which he which part big. is which part is Toru? Like I'm guessing Toru is tall. Is that That's just only because, just they, start because they start with the T? <laughs> well, and I, I mean, put it wh- in that what if order. it was tall and tubby? I'll change. I'll, t- I'll change tubby to tubby. Tall. It's tubby, tubby a word. <laughs> yep. So it's uh, if I was tall tubby, it'd be Toru Tabi. <laughs> I think I like that better. Yeah, me too. The alliteration gets me. <laughs> Toru Tabi. That's my yokai name. If the the thing that I do is when people walk up to me with uh, without their eyes closed, I smack them in the face and then run away. That's it. You have to walk up to me with your eyes closed from now on, Tyler. Pass. Otherwise, I slap you in the face and run away. What if they're not walking? Are, are you... Do you just slap anyone with their eyes closed? Yeah. So just anybody sleeping around you? Yeah. Kind of a dick, Rob. I'm a yokai. What am I going to do? I mean, not all yokais are bad. They're all a little weird. Just these three. I mean, it's not a hard slap. It's just a little... And then I run away. I mean, that, that's through a microphone. Like, that could have been any strength. Well, that was a that was a little... Uh, it was a small strength. Trust me. I so, barely Rob, felt it on my other hand. <laughs> Rob, do you have anything else before we end this stupid podcast? No, I'm, I'm good. I mean... Do you have any uh, any fun quizzes or anything? No, I did my bit. My bit was the Google Translate thing. <laughs> Torutabi. You want to make up a you want to make up a yokai name for me? Yeah, sure. What's your what What would you consider yourself? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? Okay. Okay. I'm going to put in the English words. Rob's nervous about telling me. And then you you have to guess what I put in. <laughs> okay, so here it is. Uori Doruku. One more time. Uori, or maybe Uori Doruku. Uori Doruku. Yep. It means best boy. Nope. It means worry dork. <laughs> Let's end the podcast. What? I'm done. Let's end the podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to name it. I called myself tall and chubby. I know. And I am, and I do have some neuroses. But Duroku, you probably could have guessed that. It yeah, just... I, I figured that one was dark. <laughs> well, I would like. Well, to thank... that's our show. Well, that's our show. <sighs> I'd like to thank. I'm doing this by memory, Tyler. That's not this notes. <laughs> Every episode, it's the same damn thing. And you can't memorize it. 
I didn't. Find it. Well, that's our show. Uh, We'd like right. to thank me and Ben Briggs for the use ben of our Briggs theme song, for the use Haunted of- Swamp. You can find all of his music at benbriggs.net. Do you got it from here, Rob? And thank uh, Ben Diaz for our album artwork. Uh, you can find him at Zomben on Instagram. I would also like you to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, leave us a, a, a review on there. Help us get the word out. Um, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us. Uh, our Twitter is UmonsterCast. Right? Yep. At you Monster Cast. And our Facebook is uh, You Monster Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Rob Bullock. And I'm at Tyler underscore church. And that's our show. You've made it. Time you could have spent. Another episode of You Monster Under Your Belt. Time you could have spent. <laughs> Another episode of You Monster Under Your Belt. Time you could have spent (laughs) making sure that your microphone was plugged into your computer, you monster. Dingus. Wipe your butt. Wipe your butt.